This is Monsignor Kevin Hale with the homily for Christmas 2016. I wish you all a very happy and blessed Christmas in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's sometimes been said that the Christmas tree is a pagan symbol and really has no place in church. I had a certain sympathy with that view seeing it as just a bit of secular bling that we've introduced into church without much thought about its significance. That was until after I was shortly ordained a priest, about 30 years ago, I got to assist at the Mass of Pope John Paul II in his private chapel, and there beside the altar were two Christmas trees. For the Christmas tree signifies two of the most important truths about what we are celebrating in this Christmas season, light and life. We sing of this in one of the carols, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Christians have been very good down the centuries at taking secular or pagan customs and reinventing them, or rather Christianizing them. The ancient Roman festival of Saturnalia, the worship of the god Saturn, is the best example of this, which was observed around about this time. Ever since the summer solstice on the 21st of June, we've been losing a bit of light each day. The sun rises later and sets earlier. When we changed our clocks at the end of October, that reality seemed to become accentuated. I'm sure that many of you have the experience of leaving home in the morning in the dark and returning home in the dark. The days seem to be framed in darkness at this time of year. But with our Lord's birth, this changes. It changes both in nature and, more importantly, in the cosmos. Thus, the prophet Isaiah could write, The people that walked in darkness has seen a great light. The second symbol is the tree itself. From ancient times, again in pagan cultures, the evergreen trees were worshipped as symbols of immortality and used for warding off evil spirits. But starting around the year 700, the pagan tree was replaced by a fir tree, which was considered a symbol of Christianity. And responsible for this change was the German missionary St Boniface. From then onwards, the tree became a symbol of the tree of paradise, and people began decorating it with red apples, reminding us of the blood of Christ, by whose passion and death were given everlasting life, symbolised in the evergreen tree. Candles were used as decorations for the tree, symbolising Christ as the light of the world. And although the candles have been replaced by electric lights, the significance remains the same. The star, often placed on the top of the tree, represents the star that guided the wise men to Jesus, the child in Bethlehem. Or an angel instead of a star, symbolic of the angel who announced Christ's birth. These symbols are meant to remind us of the central truth of today, that God's everlasting light and life have come down into the fleeting world of today and lifted our momentary existence into God's eternal life. God is so great that he can become small. Because God is so powerful, he can make himself vulnerable and come to us as a defenceless child so that we can love him. Because God is so good, he can give up his divine splendour 
and come down to a stable so that we might find him, so that his goodness might touch us and give itself to us and continue to work for us. This is what Christmas is, God becoming one of us so that we can be with him and become like him. As the means, he chose the child lying in the manger. This is how God appears on earth. This is how we come to know him. And upon every human being, those before us and those still to be born, there shines something of the splendour of that life of Christ, of that closeness of God to us, which alone gives meaning to our human existence. The Christmas tree combines the two most important truths about Christmas, light and life. The light and life that shines from the stable at Bethlehem. This light and life is given to us by a mother, Mary, who asks us simply to take her child to our hearts and love him unconditionally and allow him to love us as he has from all eternity. Let us pray. O God, who wonderfully created the dignity of human nature and still more wonderfully restored it, grant, we pray, that we may share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. <laughs>